Welcome to another episode of Be Now. This is a show where nothing needs to happen because the present moment is enough. My name is Arya and I'm sitting down with Tim Biglow. Hello, how's it going? <laughs> so, is a local comic in Chengdu? Yeah, yeah, I'm a comedian here. I've been living here for about 10 months. And uh, yeah, so I've been doing comedy yeah, pretty much all that time. And is this the, am I the first comedian you've had on the show? You are, man. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I'm happy to be uh, the first one. Yeah, I was trying to get uh, Michael, uh, the other com comic yeah. in the group. Yeah, and uh, he, he left Chengdu, but uh, yeah, so you are the first comic, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we've had two Michaels. Yeah, he was the Michael oh. Schmidt, was it, the, the Kiwi? Yeah, 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 sweet, okay, yeah. cool. Shout out to Michael if you're listening. Nah, cool forget dude. them. Forget, forget it's all about me. Yeah. I'm number one. I'm the first. Okay, it's all them. me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. So, uh, how, so, yeah, what's been your journey? What, okay, okay, yeah. So the thing I wanted to uh, talk with you, yeah, to what inspired you to come to Chengdu out of all places? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Uh, so before this, like I told you when we were chatting just now, uh, I used to live in Vietnam. And uh, yeah, that was the first place uh, I sort of lived abroad and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was really cool and it's a great... Have you been there before? Or? Vietnam? Yeah. Yeah, I was in Hanoi. Um, yeah, you know, I, when I first went there, I hated it for some reason. Right, okay. I was like tired of traveling. Yeah, But my yeah. buddy was all into it. And uh, I remember sitting down in the hostel, we're trying to decide what to do. I was like, mm -hmm. I'm feeling like I don't want to do anything. And this butterfly lands on the table. Yeah. And we're just like, all right, butterfly, <laughs> what do you want? And then it just hops on my friend's nose, literally. I take a picture of it. And then it hops over onto my nose, you know, and then, uh, and then it flies away. And then we just ended up renting some bikes and going to the countryside. And like, yeah. it ended up being a good time. That's a, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. sounds good. It's magical. So that you felt the butterfly was the catalyst in that situation. Yeah, it's like you needed so. to spread your wings and leave Hanoi. Yeah, that, I yeah. Think that is probably the best thing about cities is like living in cities is leaving them, you know, mm -hmm. because it's like, you know, with Chengdu, we've got all the amazing mountains and stuff like that yeah. around it. Leaving it is great. Like it's taking a day trip and... And leaving it and then you come back to a place where there's so much stuff going on you can live that life like surrounded by people and ideas yeah. and stuff and then you leave it and you think oh, i wish i lived in the countryside and then mm. you come back and you're like right okay that's yeah, yeah you need yeah, I like, I like the way you said that. The best thing about living in a city is leaving it. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, maybe it's the same because I remember I didn't grow up in a city. Like, yeah, so but whenever I would go, like my parents would like, we'll go to like London or something like that. I'd be like, wow, this is amazing. Like, you know, so I think it's the other way around. But people that live in the countryside, they for like visiting the cities, right. exciting and vice versa, isn't it? Right, so, right. but yeah, anyway, so I used to live in Vietnam. And uh, yeah, lived there for for a couple of years, like over over two spells and stuff. And it's a great place. Like I love it. I met my girl there, and yeah, mm. like I moved there when I was like twenty three. So yeah, put some hairs on my chest, and I've got like a real uh, connection with that place. Mm. And uh, yeah, but I think it's good when you're sort of living abroad to not. I didn't just want to live in one place. So it was like the next place. Obviously, China was very interesting. I came here when I was eighteen. Uh, before I started university, I did a little bit of traveling and stuff. I came to China and yeah, I thought it was amazing. And yeah, it was just sort of felt like the next place to go. Like I was watching a lot of videos online, like I love YouTube and that. Mm -hmm. And um, do you know the Food Ranger, the, the, the street food YouTuber? He sort of like came up I've heard here. of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I watched a lot of his videos. He sort of like got big off like eating all the food in Chengdu and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, also had a friend in Vietnam who recommended Chengdu. 
and yeah and we did a bit of research and it sounded like a like, like a relaxed place i was like, sold on the idea of right. the tea houses and the mahjong and you know you read yeah. a little thing on that one of those cheesy websites and stuff like that and i was just like oh they, they've sold that to me <laughs> like the spicy the food the pan yeah the tea <laughs> houses it, it sounds great so yeah. yeah so i was sold on that dream and yeah, uh, yeah have, haven't regretted it like mm -hmm. of course yeah I, you know because i've lived in a few places and you miss some things about everywhere that you've been mm. but yeah yeah i definitely don't regret moving here and it's been yeah i felt like i've grown so much mm. especially as a comedian since i've been here so yeah that's awesome man yeah four years yeah same here four years in chindu it just yeah like it's a growing experience isn't it it's like a journey of of so many things it just goes by like yeah go? yeah and you think yeah exactly yeah so w would you turn it back any experience like could you imagine your life if you didn't make this move like if would, i didn't come here yeah it would be wow yeah um yeah i don't know i mean i came from san diego right um yeah i don't know where i would be it just i ended up in chindu by chance i was initially wanted to go to tibet to teach there oh right and kind of be with the spiritual vibe there yeah uh but like yeah the like the uh, visa restrictions kind of fling me here yeah is that possible to teach did you actually find jobs and stuff i think yeah i looked at a few with like the the wages and the living situation yeah kind of, i see yeah. yeah i know i couldn't imagine like an ef like just sort of <laughs> chilling there in tibet you sort of got the beige trousers the dark blue polo shirts well, yeah we're just chilling yeah, the gong yeah. <laughs> yeah i couldn't yeah. imagine that oh, that's cool so yeah how did you i mean i feel like being a comic man i mean i've, I've done like open mics and like i try to fling some human poetry you know mm -hmm. like being being a comic it's uh it takes some balls right yeah i it's a funny thing i think that is the thing but uh that a lot of people will say like you have to be brave to do it uh. and uh yeah for me yeah because I've done it a few times, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I think it's a compliment, but I don't really think it, it's true. Uh -huh. To be honest with you, because I think, especially like in a place like Chengdu, like when you do an open mic, I think that uh, the crowds can be quite nice. I think that idea of having like balls to do a like to be a comedian. I think like maybe back in the day, like you can imagine, like maybe 30, 40 years ago you're in like a dirty bar in like London or New York mm. or something like mm. that and you go on stage and everyone's like cut your hair mate or you look weird or they're shouting at you as soon as you get on stage I don't really think it's like that now uh -huh. especially like in Chengdu right. you know you can get on we've had so many people come up like Michael like mm. you know like sorry I said something bad I'm only joking Michael, I love it. like Michael's first show was amazing at, at Berlin House like I think he, I was there, yeah. Oh, sweet, man. Yeah, it was proper chill, wasn't it? And he just got up on stage and he was just riffing and it was, mm -hmm. yeah, it was a beautiful thing. And it was like, I think that now I don't really think there is that sort of the balls thing to do it. I think that it's, it's, uh, it's not as, I'll take that as a compliment, but yeah. you know what I mean? I think that, I think that it is like any, anyone can do it. And especially like here, it's a, it's a welcoming atmosphere. Uh, to try it and it, I think it's similar to any mm. sort of other art form like mm. what you you do with the poetry and the music and mm. other th the other things that we have going on here so mm. yeah it's the community vibe is here it's much more welcoming and open huh yeah definitely like mm. actually I started doing comedy when I was like 17 18 back home so yeah I was quite young when yeah. I started it I, I started doing it in my hometown and um do you remember your first joke 
first joke. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, I do remember my first. It's my first. I don't know. Like, were you allowed to talk about bad stuff on mindful? Okay. Yeah. Wait, is it, I don't know if it's very mindful. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, but I don't know if I'm offering okay. much to that vibe, to be uh-huh. honest. Uh, but yeah, it was like, I, didn't, I don't even know what I'm going to I'm gonna, We're going to leave that one in the pot. You know, it was 2009. People could say what they wanted to, but I'm going to leave that joke in 2009. Yeah. But I would talk about just stuff that was on like TV. You know what I mean? I was very sort of, yeah, it was just sort of a normal 18 year old. I didn't have like a long hair and I wasn't as weird as I was now. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, thinking about it when I was 18, I was mm-hmm. actually quite normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was playing around with stuff and yeah, I was very, yeah, so. Yeah, I, I will refuse to share <laughs> that joke. <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah, I used to do that. And yeah, and then that was all good. I did it like in a small town and it was really fun. And then I moved to, like I told you earlier, I went to a uni in London. And then I got there and it was so competitive. And it was like people were like fighting to like sort of get on open mics. And I don't know, yeah, I was sort of young and I wasn't really emotionally mature enough to deal with like doing bad shows. And I wasn't, yeah, and sort of understanding where I wanted who I was and the goal of what I where I wanted my material to go what I wanted my material to mean Mm. like how to structure a show yeah Mm. I I didn't yeah stick at it and you know I was just a normal like yeah when I stopped doing it I was like 19 I was just a normal 19 year I had stuff to do I I Mm. wasn't ready to Mm. commit to comedy full-time you know Mm. and now you're fully into it like more or less yeah yeah so I started doing it again in Vietnam so I started doing it again Mm. when I was 25 so so for nine I stopped doing it for six years like yeah so I stopped completely for six years I did other forms of like performance and that like which we'll talk about and stuff like yeah I did I did spoken word I did theatre Um, yeah, they were the main two. Yeah, sort of done like videos and sort of things like that. I've always sort of had that thing where I've been like performing and that. But um, I always sort of saw myself deep down as okay. sort of like a comedy guy. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? So it was sort of like... How did you discover that yeah, deep down you're, it's your thing? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, so I guess it was just... I put it off for quite a long time, right? So I would go... So like I said, I got into it, started doing it when I was like 17, 18. Um, I got from that just from watching it on TV and watching it like yeah just purely from TV and like mates DVDs and stuff like that and I would just watch it and think like this is this is what I want to do like yeah mm, and even see like, sit, yeah sitcoms mm. and everything like that and I'll just be like I, I just knew like from a young age that I wanted to mm. to do it so I've been quite lucky and I've never had that thing where it's like I know what job I want to do I, I don't know what my dream is I don't know what job I wanted to do because mm. I've sort of mm. always known mm. that mm. which is quite cool well um, and I sort of put it off for a long time yeah for whatever reason yeah I sort of grew as a person I tried other things and it was good mm. but I was always going to come back to like doing stand-up at some point and I'm really happy I did it I, I didn't wait that long to go back into mm-hmm. it you know so. take a break and go back into yeah, it yeah I felt yeah it's like a different person that, like I said like you, you asking me to do that joke like back from when I was a teen it just doesn't feel right because uh-huh. I'm, I'm seriously not that person uh-huh. like I know the people listening won't be able to see this but I'm going to show you a picture of my driving license of me when I'm 18 and you can try and get on you can try and describe it Wow, that's a different dude. Yeah, that's some resemblance, but yeah, different different hair. Yeah, <laughs> definitely different hair, yeah. yeah. But it's like, I am a different person, though, yeah, so mm. it's like... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what is your process of writing jokes? Mm. So, and yeah, I want to share, so I've been working on a joke, and it's been hit and miss so far, but I want to I wanna just try it out, see what you Mate, do. go like, ahead, yeah. 
Oh, do you want to hear my process? Yeah, first? what's your process? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Okay, so yeah, I've sort of got an idea to answer that question because um, I don't know if other comedians do this. I don't really talk about the process. Like we do, like I've got a couple of mates that we sort of uh, meet up and go for a beer with, and we sort of go through our new material and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't often talk about what the actual like process of writing is and stuff. For, for me, like, cause I'm quite weird. I'm like a note maker and stuff like that. Like, I have at the moment my process. I have four different types of uh, like joke or four different types of material. Mm. So I've got a small bit of material. Like I call them small bits. They're just sort of something that will maybe be from ten to twenty seconds. Okay. That would usually be about something very simple. Maybe it's about something about my hair, maybe it's something about my appearance, maybe it's something that's going on in the news. Like recently I've been doing lots of jokes about the holidays, like I had one about Halloween, I had one about the Mooncake Festival at Mid-Autumn, is that Mid-Autumn mm-hmm. Festival? Uh, yeah, I had one sort of about like, you know, just a very simple thing about like British politics or something like that. And those small jokes are just like sort of warmers for the start of the show. So you're, I'll do yeah. like one set or set it up for yeah mm-hmm. exactly set it up so yeah uh, they're my small bits of material and I usually do like two of them in the show so that will usually just come from a click of an idea right. I'll get my phone out write a note and it will pretty much be done on the spot basically mm. maybe I'll flesh it out again when I'm practicing it in my head but that will be pretty much that it's just a quick little thing just to get the crowd on my side they know my vo- so they know mm. that I'm a young man I'm mm. from England mm. I'm a bit of a like a loser a bit of a hippie or whatever mm. do you know what I mean like mm. that would be the sort of so I set the tone so they mm. sort of know mm. what they're up for so the architecture of your your stage presence I guess yeah exactly yeah. like yeah they set the scene and sort of yes they know what it's like exactly and then uh, my other bits I would have yeah I would have uh, stories like or I just call them long pieces so that would be like something um, yeah like long bits with a beginning a middle an end and a twist mm. so yeah like an example of that I've got something about uh, Netflix and I've, yeah, and something about like how I used to do uh, deliveries and yeah they're sort of my long storytelling kind of pieces mm-hmm. uh, like that so they take quite a long time to write they're pretty di- yes and, mm. and they're so you do like like apply effort to like to like massage out this like longer joke yeah oh yeah it takes a lot of effort so it takes about three or four times for me to actually finish it Mm. like when I finish a story like I've only got about three or four in my uh, back pocket at the moment Uh, and when I finish one of them on stage because it's very easy to forget it and you've sort of like got all these different things to it and you know it's very when I've I've got one at the moment about being left handed that I'm trying to finish Mm. I've done it twice and I haven't got to the end and it really pisses me off that I don't get Uh. to the end so uh, when 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 I finish those stories and tie everything up, it feels really good because mm. they're quite difficult, and that's mm. like the mm. main bit of my performance. I've mm. only really got sp- we we only really get like uh, ten minutes to perform in these gigs. We've got a lot of people trying to do it. So when I finish one of those, it feels really nice. Mm. Um, so, so speaking to the the shorter jokes, you know Mitch Hedberg, yeah. I recognise the name, but I don't actually know him. Yeah, he's an American comic. Right. Um, yeah, he's just uh, like if Kurt Cobain were to be a comic, he'll be he'll be Mitch Hedberg. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. sounds up my street. <laughs> then. Yeah. Um, so he's got this one. He's like uh, he does those yeah short like silly absurd jokes. Nice. So one is uh, uh, you know someone offers you a frozen banana, and you know you want a frozen banana, and it'll say uh, no. 
but I want a banana later, so yes. <laughs> yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little play on words yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's sort of just something that, yeah, that, that would be a good thing to us. Does he do all like short stuff? Yeah, yeah. And it's phenomenal how he remembers all his random yeah, things. Like, yeah. that's really impressive. Um, like, the sort of like to keep it, like, just to keep the pace and everything with yeah. all like short bits of material and, like you said, remembering it and remembering yeah. the order and stuff. Like, mm. yeah, that's really cool. Um, and then for the, so yeah we've got the short bits we've got the long bits another one I sort of have is sort of like conversational pieces so it would be like ones of sort of like two characters so maybe it would be like me and someone who works in a shop or like me and a taxi driver or like you know storytelling yeah it's kind of like storytelling it's a little bit different to the long because it's sort of got two characters and they're sort mm. of like back and forth with mm. like different voices and then mm. it's sort of mm. yeah, and they're also quite long as well mm. and uh, yeah they're really fun to do like, I love trying to do other voices and stuff it's quite challenging and that mm. but yeah I really enjoy it and That's the cool. and the last one is like musical pieces that I do so I have like a comedy song or like you're like uh, do like a musical like a, I do this musical of like flashcards and that sort of getting people from the crowd to be characters and actually like creating it as a musical so cool. I sort of like set the scene and mm -hmm. do things like that and they're really fun to end the show with because um, like yeah it's music and everyone mm -hmm. can Lively. get involved yeah getting yeah. involved with the crowd giving something back and then yeah mm -hmm. finishing like that so that's really fun so yeah I feel like out here as a comedian I've grown in the sense where I sort of know how to build a show mm, that's what I've learned so yeah. everything that I've described you with that process like the sh start with a short joke then a long joke then a conversation mm. then a musical piece mm. like that's something that, that is working for mm, me I think at the moment so yeah I've been to a few shows yeah like yeah like you you raise the audience like the energy elevates mm. it's cool Thanks, man. So yeah, you got this joke then, right? Let's stop being shit, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's been a hit and miss. Um, uh, so you know, I'm into mindfulness and shit. So I got some uh, mindfulness jokes. Uh, uh, so I okay, got one of them. Uh, okay, so there's three things that have changed my life. Okay, there is uh, uh, mindfulness. You know, it's really like it's been a healing tool for me. You know, um, just being in the present moment. You know, second thing's miracles. You know, and number three is masturbation. <laughs> so, got a few masturbation jokes. Okay, and the, the other one is... Um, <laughs> gotta be mindful of it. Yeah, right? no, exactly. I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking we're trying to relate. It's a good one to leave because you're sort of thinking, how will they relate? Yeah, they're, like, maybe they're related. The three right? M's? Yeah, 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 they're all M's as well. All sort of related, I guess, as well. Like, you know, yeah. Uh, okay, so the mind relaxes when you smell a baby's head <laughs> right but not when you smell its asshole <laughs> okay i'm working on that one yeah you can tell me <laughs> yeah, oh yeah no they're nice and short as i like you said like so you like this mitch hedberg uh, uh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no that's cool man yeah that's good. so what have you you must have thought about doing one of the shows like eventually i was talking with i think uh, it was jordan oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah i told him uh it's funny, yeah, I, was, I was after the last show at Tim's Barbecue, I was mm. like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking maybe doing one of these, uh, one of these weeks I'll join you guys. And he's like, cool, man. And I said, can I try the joke on you? And I was doing the baby joke. And I totally right. just bombed it. 
And I felt so embarrassed. I fucked it up just trying it on for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, the best way to do it is on, on stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's funny because Jordan always does that to me. He always says, can I try a joke out to you? And I'm like, mate, I'm just about to go on stage. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm not re- feeling receptive right now. Like, yeah, the worst time to listen yeah. to other people's jokes is at a show. Like, uh-huh. but, but yeah, no, that, mate, that would be good. And like, because you're doing this, because from uh, Spittoon, right, we've got uh, Jacob. Mm. who's performing at, at both places now he's also doing the uh, poetry and that with you and he's also doing oh. the comedy with us so. cool cool yeah. so you've done yeah the I mean it sounds like you're in the whole art performance space and like the way you're talking about your process like you create space in your mind for these these funnies to spring up yeah yeah that's yeah it's almost like a thing is I'm thinking now I'm in the mood to Sometimes I'm in the mood to write a short piece. Sometimes I'm in the mood to write a musical mm. thing. Sometimes mm. I'm in the mood. Yeah, I guess it is like that. And that's given me a lot of um, happiness and that knowing that I found that process and stuff that's right, uh, right. that's helped me with that because it's helping me get to to where I want to get to. Yeah, and it's a yeah, it's a long way off from yeah from being like a you know like a, a great a great comedian and a great actor. I'm a long way, but. Yeah, just seeing like all the acts in Chengdu and meeting like all the people here has has been a massive help to me because I I love the scene here mm-hmm. until there's some there's some funny guys living here like really like yeah right yeah so your direction is uh, like continue with comedy and blow it up and, and yeah yeah honestly yeah like I I've always always wanted to be like a big yeah big name in comedy like yeah big like big name so yeah it's mm-hmm. my dream and I've it's never really been any different for me so yeah like oh. I'm, I'm yeah I'm I'm gonna go for it as as hard as I can because that's the urge that I, I have inside me mm-hmm. and the long I can't really repress that that's so. cool man yeah I mean whatever I say anyone says to you it sounds like you're still gonna just follow that urge yeah it's like your thing exactly right? even if it burns to the ground it doesn't yeah. bother me at least I'm yeah I'm yeah. trying with it so. so yeah just be honest I came uh, to Tim's Barbecue last show with yeah you okay did, yeah with uh, um, yeah, you were standing by the door I came with my mom and my girlfriend because my mom was visiting she dude. got us this couch yeah okay dude I didn't know your mom was there okay yeah. sweet yeah, yeah, sweet yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah so she enjoyed it you know she was visiting Chengdu and, right um, yeah man we're all uh, yeah enjoying um yeah, you're, 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 you just, yeah, you brought up the energy and uh, yeah, it was just cool to yeah. see you again. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, Tim's Barbie. It was a weird venue that was. Like, yeah, I think it's a good restaurant. It's good for a quiz. Mm-hmm. And it was maybe the way we set up the tables and that. But do you remember, like, the waiter was, like, walking in front of the stage right, and stuff right, like yeah, that? He's yeah, like, sorry. Orders, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, sorry. I've just got a couple of steaks that I've just got to walk through. Like, yeah, it was, yeah. It was... Just fork one of the steaks. And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. We should have done that. Like, yeah, it would have been good. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, so, was there anything else that uh, yeah you want to share with the listeners? Uh, yeah, I just want to say if you've got this far, yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah. And uh, if anyone wants to come to uh, any comedy shows in Chengdu, like yeah, it would be uh, great to great to see you at one of the shows. And if you want to perform as well, there's so much space. And mm. uh, yeah, thanks for supporting this great podcast as well because yeah, it's, it's a great thing that we've got going on. And yeah, I appreciate you inviting me on. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for yeah, just being on and uh, yeah, enjoying the presence. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, it's a mindful. Yeah. Exactly. It's all about mindful. I, sorry, I forgot. I wasn't mindful. I'm sorry if you've expected something more mindful. But yeah. No, 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 no. Yes. We just got to get that in at the end there, just to make sure. No, no, no. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that was mindful. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thanks, Steve.